0: When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. And Twitter.
1: Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well,
0: hopefully the weather's going to dry out and allow us to get back to the harvest of 2022. Good morning, everyone. Farm Director Pam Yonke, glad to be along with you. Today it looks like sunshine will be along with us. We're not going to warm up a lot. Daytime highs today are right around 53 degrees. Tomorrow's sunshine and 56. Friday's sunshine and 59. By the time we get to the weekend, we'll be back into the 60s and not a lot of chance of rain until at least after Sunday. Talk more about that with Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist. We're also talking this morning about what's coming up for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention that begins December 2nd with their Young Farmer Convention at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Thought I'd give you a preview with Wendy Volkert, formerly Wendy Canal. She got... Uh, Married now, Wendy Volkert. We're going to chat about some of the reasons why young farmers want to come together in the Dells and find out what's ahead as far as ag policy development. So glad you're along with us.
2: It's inevitable. If you're involved with farming, there's always a risk for injury or worse. That's why the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance are teaming up to bring a video safety series through the month of October, called "Rooted in Farm Safety." Each week, a new video will be released focusing on how you can be safer on the farm. Be sure to visit MidwestFarmReport.com or Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook for the full videos.
0: Focus on your farm in
2: 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come.
3: Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn
2: more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001.
3: Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com.
0: It has begun, or it will be shortly. We're talking about the National FFA Convention happening in Indianapolis, Indiana. Fabulous Farm Bay, Pam Yankee from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, but not nearly as far south as we'd need to go if we're going to follow the sea of blue and gold that's starting to show up today. You're going to be among them, Jill.
4: I am. I'm heading down to the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm heading down and i'm looking forward to seeing all that blue and gold out there and this is jill welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn i got to talk to the national ffa advisor cheryl zimmerman she is my sister-in-law so we sat down on the couch we talked about her being the interim advisor and then we went even farther to what she does at the state level with her state officers getting those connected,
5: getting to see the big picture beyond just those chapter members? Well, Jill, um, I was able to uh, take on the role of National FFA Advisor the end of May, uh, not uh, quite expecting that I would have that because I had been serving as the National FFA Executive Secretary. And uh, as that position came open the end of May, um, I kind of headed full force into uh Actually, our state convention, but then in July is when I actually got more um, involved in the role of the national advisor when I went to Washington, D.C. and was part of the state officer summit. But really, um, some of the key things that the national advisor does is um, helps to chair the National FFA Board of Directors meetings. We also work with national FFA staff. Specifically, I work with Scott Stump, who is the chief executive officer of the organization. And, you know, uh, on a weekly basis, we get together and we talk about what's happening with national FFA. FFA, deal with some issues that we are, you know, and the other thing is looking to the future of where this organization is heading. Um, We have an awesome strategic plan in place that Scott Stump helped to lead us in developing, and uh, we're working towards a lot of great things as far as diversity, inclusion, and equity of our members, evaluating our programs, trying to figure out how we can build capacity with our uh, teachers and our state staff, and just, again, continue to improve FFA as we look to the future. National convention, that's a big part of one of your roles, too. What's going, to, what's going to be happening there? Well, that's what we're really geared up for now. We're excited for a national convention that I think we're going to probably hit record attendance. Um, as I look at the statewide events we've had and the number of students that are anxiously wanting to be involved again, Uh, Now that we're all back in person after COVID, National Convention, I think, is going to be a record breaker. And um, as we look to National Convention, my role as National Advisor, again, um, I'm serving as a chair of the board because we also have board meetings that are associated with convention. We have a variety of events where we meet with sponsors and alumni and supporters and uh, business industry leaders, and then also supporting the national officers um, as they go through convention. I get an opportunity myself to give an official welcome at the opening sessions which I'll be honest with you, it's kind of cool to think back to the day when, uh, you know, I did run for national office at one time, but I wasn't elected as a national officer. And ever wondering, you know, would I get that opportunity to, to you know, have that time to address the, the attendees at the convention? And I guess I get to this year. So working on my um, speech for that and, uh, and then again, like we t- attend a lot of special events and just excited to bring all the students together in Indianapolis to celebrate again as we do with the, the FFA convention. They're delegates that conduct the business of the organization and you
4: are pretty, you're very involved with state officers. So how do you prepare those state officers to know what direction they wanna take this organization?
5: Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it is kind of interesting because right now I am, I've got dual roles. I have the honor of serving as the national advisor, but my full-time job is being the executive director for Wisconsin FFA. And in doing that, I work with the state officers. We have 11 state officers. And actually for our voting delegates, we add one additional student. uh, So we have 12 voting delegates at the business session. And, you know, that's what's really cool for state officers is to actually be a part of the business of the national organization. I mean, they're going to be on the floor making decisions. decisions, uh, doing committee work, and um, just, you know, having a great time getting to work together with all the other state officers from across the nation. So what I'm doing with our state officers right now is they have six different committees that they're assigned to, and we are developing what we call our Testimony. It's basically what Wisconsin believes as far as the direction that should be taken within each of the committees. So the state officers have been talking to advisors. They've been talking to members as we've been traveling around. And now they're compiling all of the information as far as what recommendations does Wisconsin want to share with National FFA to improve the organization or to address things like membership involvement or SAEs or, um, you know, again, conduct of our students in the organization and so then at convention they will actually turn in their testimony and then they'll go and present in front of committees what Wisconsin believes are some direction that we should take. You've prepared those state officers to know about the business part of it. What
4: are some of the fun things happening at national convention?
5: Well, actually, the uh, delegates actually start their travels on Monday before the convention officially starts. And uh, they come down there and they're involved in, you know, um, activities with other state officers. We're going to let them go to the concert on Wednesday night. They get to attend all the sessions. They get to cheer on their members because we've got some really exciting things happening for Wisconsin FFA. You know, having Courtney as our national officer this year, um, the state officers were all excited when they learned that they get to sit front row by the stage to see everything that's going on. um, Courtney's going to be giving her retiring address on Thursday evening session and then chairing some of the sessions on Friday. We've got a young lady from Judah who is one of the American Star Farmer finalists, Emily Macus. I'm really excited for her. She's got kind of a non-traditional program. She's been raising rabbits, and uh, to uh, reach that level of an American Star finalist is pretty awesome. And then some proficiency award finalists and agri-science finalists. Just a lot of great things that are going to be going on, and and the state officers are there at all the sessions uh, listening to all the great speakers, cheering on the members, and, uh, yeah, having a grand celebration. What do you hope to take away from this national convention in this new role? Um. You know, the thing is, is as I reflect over all these years that I've been involved now, this is my 30th state officer team that I've worked with. And uh, I was an ag teacher three years before that, too. But, you know, every time I go to National FFA Convention, no matter what capacity I'm in, it's just the excitement to be around the members. It's just kind of like it re-energizes you when you leave and you really have that sense of, you know, this is this is why I do what I do. And um, I'm just excited again to, to see the members as, as we again are back in person, Um, the celebration, the energy. And um, in in my role as national advisor, it doesn't end yet at national convention. I still have a few more months as far as working with the organization, uh, helping to provide some direction. Um, And uh, again, just looking forward to to what I can contribute and and again, what FFA gives back to so many people. And when you leave national convention, you're excited for, for the future.
4: I know whenever I've been down to national convention, I always come back very energized Very excited about the future of agriculture. Very excited about those FFA members. And that's a little sit down with the national FFA advisor, Cheryl Zimmerman, here in Spencer. And I'm Jill Welke, from the northern end of the longest barn here in Eau Claire.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
6: That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop? That's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a
7: written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes.
1: Tom's Auto Center. to the getter fix, getter done to get you going, guys.
2: Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's.
8: Are you looking for
3: something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance, backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. with Agrigold. Enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil, it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soilmate at chooseagrigold.com.
9: We're known for our sweet
3: moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move.
2: Mad City Moving
7: dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving.
3: comes to custom jewelry.
2: Get to know your Denny's Jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for and eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers.
1: Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Younke. Boy, it's
0: going to be a busy week for a lot of FFA members that are currently down in Indianapolis for the 95th National FFA Convention. Glad you're along with us. I'm Pam Yankee, joined this morning by former state FFA officer, Stumach. Did you go to National Convention back in the day?
6: Multiple times, yes.
0: Would it have been in Kansas City at that time? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I never got to go to the National Convention as an FFA member, but of course, back in the day, the FFA convention was held in Kansas City at the same time that our Farm Broadcaster Convention was held. So we used to go across the street, literally, and uh, do our FFA stuff and then come back, take care of our business. Now, uh, after stints in Louisville, now they're going to be in Indianapolis. I think one of the items that we're going to be following is Uh, if that's going to be the long-term destination for the FFA convention or if they're going to start shopping around again.
6: Well... Got to look at what works best for the organization. That's how it is. Well, when you're
0: talking about, I can't. Even, I think they said somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty to sixty thousand young people that are all going to be get together in one place. That's the largest gathering of young people in the United States, maybe North America for that matter. Ah, uh, you got to really evaluate your facilities as well as the community that we're going to have them walking around in. Right.
6: That's right, and. It's just a whole lot of people you have to be ready to handle as well.
0: <laughs> right. Very true. Very true. Many of which, it may be the first time, shall we say, off the farm. If you're heading off the farm today, probably want to grab a jacket. I don't know if you need so much in the way of rain protection, but it's a little cooler out there, too.
6: It's a little cooler. Yeah, I let the hound dog out this morning and opened the door and said, oh yeah, that did cool down like I said it would. So uh, a cool start, no doubt about that. And that's after some rain. I've got a few rainfall reports adding up here. Uh, Madison at three-tenths of an inch, although I have another Madison report at thirty-six-hundredths of an inch. Nothing at Reedsburg. Racine, believe it or not, eight-tenths of an inch. And then you get a wide spread here. The Fond du Lac Airport right up on I-41. 32 hundredths of an inch, me closer to Eden, 55 hundredths of an inch, my friend John, over closer to Armstrong, almost the Sheboygan County line, 6 tenths of an inch. So rain was spread around, it's pulled away from Southeast Wisconsin this morning, low pressure in Indiana, Southern, Lower Michigan. There's some rain still in Northeast Illinois and across Lake Michigan over to Indiana, Lower Michigan as well. But that activity pulling away, it will mean some clouds in the Eastern part of the state yet today. But in the West, sunshine is going to be the winter. High pressures trying to settle on in, that's going to mean sunny days, clear skies and cool temps at night, getting back to that normal level or even a little cooler than normal, I guess, in the next day or so, especially those nighttime lows as it clears out but there will be moderation. We've talked about it. Starts warming up here toward the end of the week. Extended forecasts into the mid part of next week, indicating we stand a better chance to have above normal temperatures return. Well, that may only be in the mid or upper 50s. You know, we can't promise 70s or anything, but upper 50s or even low 60s sounds very nice because after all, next week, we already start November, and here we are talking about above normal temperature pattern without any much more of a rain threat. There's a possibility in western Wisconsin, as we look toward Thursday or Thursday evening, a weak system tries to edge in from the west, may account for some rain in Minnesota, Iowa, maybe western Wisconsin. Otherwise, the rest of us stand a better chance to stay dry here now as we make our way right on toward the end of the week. I'll have forecast details right after this.
0: If you've got anxiety about being able to find a Thanksgiving turkey, well, worry no more. Bavaria Sausage has you covered. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here for Judy and the very busy crew at Bavaria Sausage. Now remember, they're located physically at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Runner Road in Fitchburg. Retail hours 9 until 5, but they're open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. BavariaSausage.com. And Judy says she will have fresh Thanksgiving turkeys ready to go, but... Order in advance, especially if you're looking for a bigger than average turkey this year. Again, she is ready to provide it for you and your family, along with all the rest of the holiday fixings you're looking for. I could barely get through the store myself because she's got so many authentic German holiday treats, including 12 different advent calendars. BavariaSausage.com, Bavaria Sausage in Fitchburg. Tell them Farm Babe sent you righty, speaking of turkey, go ahead, Stu.
6: Uh, thank you, Pam. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. A mostly sunny sky today, some clouds in the east, but the rest of us are in for sun. A low 50s at best, lacrosse may see a 54, and that's the warm spot. The Northwest winds 5 to 15. We stay clear overnight, dropping down in the low and mid 30s. Northwest winds only about 5. I'll say sunny east Thursday. Clouds develop at La Crosse. There's even that slight chance of rain late in the day or the evening. And we only make our way up into the mid-50s tomorrow. Southeast winds at 5 to 10. Some morning clouds east and south, otherwise becoming sunny once again on Friday. How about this? Upper 50s, close to 60 with the southeast winds at 5. And I'd say very low 60s or upper 50s through the weekend, Pam, even a little warmer than heading toward mid part of next week.
0: And so I'm, I think we'll take those temperatures. No problem, Stu. What about moisture? If we get through like today, are we pretty much dry from here on out then?
6: Pretty much a real slight chance late Thursday, especially west. And otherwise, yeah, dry toward the mid part of next week. So several more days to get going.
0: Excellent. Yeah, and you're right. I got just a few rainfall reports from our reporters out there. Uh, Linda by Reeseville said she had four tenths of an inch of rain. Half an inch by Evansville. Thank you, Kyle. Dan in Caledonia, Illinois. Six tenths. Mark in New Glarus two-tenths. And uh, the boys in Beaver Dam, Bob says only about three-tenths of an inch of rain. So like you said, pretty scattered at that. But uh, that's all right. That'll keep us moving. Have a good day, Stu. We'll catch you tomorrow. All right. See you then. Stumach, our ag meteorologist with your Compure Financial ag weather update. Compure Financial is your financial partner. Committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the agricultural world, we have equipment to put the seed in the ground, take it all the way through its growing season, and put it in the bin.
10: I would definitely recommend Ziegler. The equipment they sell and service is amazing. They care about you, they care about your businesses. They're there to help you, and that's their number one job.
0: Whether you're a large farm, small farm, Ziegler has the equipment that's going to take
6: care of you and fit your needs and the support and people to back it up.
10: Reliability is everything, so that's why I choose Ziegler.
7: For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com.
1: Some people say that at Whiffle's Hybrids, we march to the beat of our own drum. But we don't mind that one bit. Because if staying independent and U.S. farm family owned and focusing on corn and corn alone makes us different than other seed corn companies, well, we just don't know any other way to march. So make your choice and plant your independence. Plant whistles.
9: Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you, are the bright
0: star in someone's life bright star home care is looking for caregivers and nurses bright star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care it's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place be the bright star in someone's
3: life work with bright star apply today at brightstarjobs.com
1: nobody knows windows like Wanaki remodeling voted the best window company in Madison 10 years straight, our Renewal by Anderson windows are the most weather-tight, highest quality, and most durable on the market. Make sure you eliminate your old window and door problems. Go with the most trusted name in windows, Renewal by Anderson, from Wanakee Remodeling.
9: overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere much like you wouldn't pay six dollars a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price a $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet, or fix you up with the truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, just Backing up the price on their Chevy trucks, stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet where you never get charged over MSRP.
2: Your next job could be as close as seven miles south of Madison. Tructee LLC in Oregon is growing and are now hiring in all areas, including builders, electricians, and electrical engineers, to name a few. You'll work at the same place every day. Schedules are flexible, pay scale is attractive, and receive a $2,500 sign-on bonus. Plus, a huge advantage of being closer to work and saving on gas. Apply in person or online at T-R-A-C-H-T-E-U-S-A dot com.
0: Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh? That needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come.
11: William Thomas Custom Jewelry, your inspiration, your custom jeweler
3: experienced electricians come join our family-owned team. Here's Ariel at EverReady. We are his sponsor for the apprenticeship program.
12: I like the small company feel, that family feel. If you have a problem, you can directly go to the owners. firsthand. speaks a lot about their values and how they value their employees.
3: Competitive wages, Great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at EverReadyElectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are ever ready.
9: While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result.
12: Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit we W.E.DaviesRemodeling.com. My question for Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports right away. Are we seeing the downfall, Grant, of Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, the Green Bay Packers, or are we just in a little skid right now? Good morning.
7: Good morning, Evo. I man i don't know rogers is 39 we do kind of forget about that I-, I don't know about Lafleur though it seems like he had a much better touch the last couple of seasons although maybe it's easier to have a good touch as a head coach when your quarterback is playing better and mm. obviously everything is going well i don't know i hope not i hope
12: it's just a bad month but i don't know what do you think I'm asking the questions here, Grant. No, uh, (laughs) I know know. (laughs) Uh, to me. I think LaFleur, what you're seeing is what he's going to be like with life after Rogers, a coach who, uh, as I think Rowdy, you described as a dime a dozen yesterday,
10: potentially. Well, I feel like Grant, when you look at Matt LaFleur, and I would say since 2019, a lot of the backlash that Matt LaFleur has gotten is, well, maybe that he's soft. The other one might Mm be, he doesn't make adjustments, especially after his first, say, 20, 30 scripted plays. And you've seen that when he doesn't come out with a game plan and it doesn't work, it feels like that game gets away from the Packers really quickly. And then when he does come up with a good game plan, but the other team adjusts at halftime, he never really has an answer. Yeah. No. Now take away yeah. having now take away having one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL I feel like you have a ton of coaches that don't have an Aaron Rodgers type quarterback talent and they don't make adjustments. They become meh NFL head coaches.
7: Yeah, or, and I, or, He's never been good at hiring coordinators for the most part. And <laughs> in some of the biggest games, the Packers have played their offensive line is set up all wonky, whether they're starting Dennis Kelly or like Malin Fleur has always been prone to making mistakes. And I, we've seen that and I understand, you know, if Rogers is an elite, we're going to, see some of those mistakes are gonna be more obvious what's frustrating to me is this
12: team like
7: i don't know they just seem rotten to the core i don't mean that in well, like a personal with way with the core grant they don't they don't, they don't be like
12: with the core we also have a poll going on right now matt Lafleur, aaron rogers or who do you blame the most or brian guttekunst who is the person who is assembles the team well grant bill say who do you blame the most right now for the team struggles Goody, Lafleur, or rogers I was looking at your poll question on Twitter about 20
7: minutes ago, and I was trying to figure out what I would answer if you asked me because I figured you would. I assume it's Rogers Um, for you.
12: No, I I think it's probably. I know you're not a Rogers guy. I I assume it's
7: Rogers. I think right now, probably LeFleur because the team just has no life, and that's got to be on LeFleur. We could talk about how. You know, they could use another wide receiver or the wide receivers they have aren't playing well or Rodgers isn't having a great season. But at the core of it, you watch his team, though. Isn't their biggest issue that they just look dead inside? They don't look like they're (laughs) amped up. They don't look like they're excited to go out and play. And that falls on Matt LaFleur, at least a lot of it does, don't you think?
12: Uh, When I see, like, you know, people that, like, I always have a – an eyebrow raise when people say, oh, the head coach isn't motivating. It seems like these guys get paid millions of dollars, like their whole life need to motivate themselves to get to the position they're in. But, you know, at the end of the day, Matt LaFleur is the head of the team. Like it's his team, you know, so I kind of lean Brian Gutekunst right now, but I'm in between Goody and LaFleur. I haven't voted. I'm
10: curious how you feel about Brian Gutekunst right now, because some would say he has gotten enough weapons for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> or Matt LaFleur to be successful on the outside at the receiver position or even at the tight end position outside of Bob Tunyon, who was coming back from an ACL. But at the same time, yeah. I would argue, yeah, but if he developed this team to be more of a running team and Matt LaFleur continues to run the football 12 times a game, isn't that on the coach sure. that's not going against what he has on the roster?
7: Well, then, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers, so Brian Gudikins wants one, th- one thing, then Matt LaFleur tries to do another, and then Aaron Rodgers might be trying to do another version of what Matt LaFleur is trying to do, right? So there's there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. What, what I think about Brian Gutekind, uh, let me try to use an analogy here. When, when me and my siblings were young, right, we'd have a babysitter in the summer. We'd have a, we had a nanny. We were a nanny family, Ooh, and oh, what wow. would normally happen is my mom would leave a list of chores, come home at the end of the day and sometimes we wouldn't have done any of the chores and she would get into the entryway and she'd look around and be like so what did you guys do today like what have you been doing and I kind of feel like that with Brian Goodikens right now looking at the Packers wide receiving core it's like hey Goody the last good wide receiver you drafted was Devontae Adams what have you been doing for the last six years like in the draft like have you just not had any interest in (laughs) trying to get any good pass catchers because this group stinks and it's not just this off season like that's something that you build year after year after
1: year Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Yeah,
0: so weather-wise, we're not going to be as warm necessarily as we were yesterday. Maybe a little bit more sunshine around, though. 53 are expected high for today. Tomorrow's sunshine and 56 degrees. Glad you're joining us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. So today is the 26th day of October. On this day in 2001, the Patriot Act came into effect. It was signed into law by President George W. Bush as a result of 9-11. It basically gave uh, security agencies more power to deal with terrorists and terrorist activities. Patriot Act comes into effect on this day back in 2001. On this day in 1984, the first infant to receive an organ from another species happened. It was baby Faye. She got a heart from a baboon. Baby Faye had a rare congenital heart defect. Uh, She would not have survived at all unless they made the attempt. The surgery was successful, but baby Faye's body rejected the heart, and she died a few weeks later. That happened on this day back in 1984. On this day in 1863, the Football Association is formed. And I'm not talking about the kind of football that we cheer for on Sundays. It is soccer that started at the Freemasons Tavern in London. They began formalizing rules for the game and ultimately ended up organizing football teams, otherwise known as soccer teams, on this day back in 1863. Happy birthday to comedian Seth McFarlane, He's 49. And holy crow, Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune. He's 76 years young today. It's back. Wiffles Wednesday, an opportunity for you to hear what's happening in farm fields all across Wisconsin, really all across the upper Midwest from the folks that are out there monitoring our yield uh, situations as well as our quality situations. And joining us this morning to kick off Wiffles Wednesday 2022 is Dave Raleigh. He is a regional manager that's got a lot of folks busy, busy, busy. We were saying until this uh, rain popped up, Dave, You guys were rolling heavy in both corn and soybeans, huh?
11: Yeah, it's been a great uh, past couple weeks here in harvest. Uh, Seems like most guys are getting near the finish line with soybeans or maybe Mm -hmm. have finished soybeans. and probably last week into the warm weekend, switched into corn. Right. And we could not have timed that uh, heat spell any better as far as getting the corn moisture dry, dried down just a bit where we could handle it better.
0: Yeah. So talk to me about what you've been noticing, Dave. It has been a unique year for many folks. We got started late with spring planting and then it it cooled a little bit, uh, a little bit ahead of what we would have expected. What are you seeing as far as overall conditions?
11: So it, it, it is variable, like you mentioned, and it is probably every year. But if you go back into spring planting, you know, it was that week following Mother's Day where a lot of the corn went in the ground in a fast hurry. That was the week where it was 90 plus degrees, humid out. It felt like the middle of summer. Even just a week delay of planting from there was a big difference on corn because right after that planting window, it cooled down and it acted more like an early May type window. So we are seeing just a a week or two weeks difference in planting date showing up as far as how hybrids are either yielding or certainly in how they're drying down. When we get to the finish line of the season, you know, if you think kind of that end of September, uh, we were really rolling into silage harvest mid early September, but end of September, early October, we were just pretty cool. So we didn't get a chance to really finish off a lot of those fuller season hybrids. Uh, to the point where we could start some of that dry down when we had some warm days. So it's really taken a lot of October to get our crop to a manageable moisture stage. Uh, You know, I think a lot of guys like to get into the harvest when we're under 25% or under 22% for corn moisture. We're just starting to see that now.
0: Right. Yeah, and that had been a concern because, like you said, nobody wants to come out of pocket for drying costs this year. So what uh, hybrids seem to really be making the name for you guys this year, Dave?
11: We've got a pretty stout lineup, and I'm actually pretty excited. This time of year is when we get into our test plots, so we'll plant a, a number of our different varieties and, or hybrids and different competitors in one location and then take them to yield at the end of the year. Uh, I just got one that rolled in earlier in the week from Whitewater, Wisconsin. I know this grower pretty well and does a, an outstanding job, but overall they averaged 273 bushels, and that was at 20.1% moisture our top finisher was a very exciting new 97-day, which is a little bit on the early side of maturity, but it finished at 287 bushels. It was 18% moisture. Uh, so that one was a, a kind of a neat one to look at, some new genetics on the east side of the state. And then actually, if we flip over to the uh, far side of the state, over at Lafayette County, had a, a plot taken off there just earlier in the week, and that averaged 264 bushels at 20% moisture, The top finish there was a new 112-day maturity. So again, you follow those relative maturity lines and planting uh, within your maturity zone really makes a big difference at the end of the year. The years like this where we maybe overreact and think, boy, I want to plant all early hybrids so I can start early, we still have to stay within our maturity zones depending on where you're at to really maximize that top yield.
0: It's nice to hear those numbers because, like you said, so many folks were concerned about uh, how wet it was and how they were going to ultimately end up the year. Weather is always a challenge, Dave. I see that there's something that Wiffles is talking about a lot in 2022 called Plant Your Independence. What is Plant Your Independence?
11: As we work with our, our customers every fall, they have a choice to make, and certainly we're not the only seed brand available to them. We really want them to consider when they're making their purchase, who they're buying from. As a farm family-owned company, we're very proud of our independence. We focus on one thing and one thing only, and that's hybrid seed corn. From production to the research to our marketing and our salespeople, we really work hard to earn our customers' business. And we really want them to take a, a minute just to think about that when they're writing their check for their seed corn in the fall for next spring's purchase on just who they're doing business with. And we're really, really happy with uh, the results we've had in the last several years In the way that we're going to market. Uh, we've got a strong lineup coming into this next year.
0: Yeah, it is all about partnerships, that's for sure. Dave Raleigh, along with us, he is one of the regional managers with Whiffles Hybrid. Again, like he said, think about it. Plant your independence. If you'd like to find out more or locate people just like Dave in your area, you can start, as always, with their website, Wiffles.com, that's W-Y-F-F-E-L-S.com. And that, my friends, is the very first kickoff edition of Wiffles Wednesday Harvest 2022.
7: As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McVin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry.
6: Rhodes warm and serve rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes rolls in the freezer section today.
0: So today is the official start to the 95th National FFA Convention happening in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we want to keep an eye on a couple of folks from Wisconsin that are already competing. First, congratulations to Ben Steyer, past president of the Wisconsin FFA, hailing from Menominee. We have found out that he's already advanced to the next level, now looking towards being a national FFA officer. We wish the best of luck. To Emily Makos from Judah, she is our American Star Farmer finalist competing against other FFA members from Ohio, California, and Iowa. And, of course, Courtney Zimmerman, our Spencer native that is a national regional vice president, is going to be uh, catching a lot of attention from Wisconsin. I know they've got watch parties that are scheduled for the Spencer area. She will be on stage with her retiring address Thursday, October 27th, starting at 7 p.m. If you want to follow along at ffa.org. And of course, as we get results, we'll be sharing them with you. So markets this morning are a little bit firmer in Chicago. December corn right now is up 2 at 6.88. November beans are up 9 at 13.91. December wheat right now currently up a nickel, sitting at 8.39 and a half. Barrel cheese in Chicago yesterday dropped five and a half cents to two dollars and a half cent. The forty pound block cheese also down two cents to two oh four double A butter down three and three quarter cents to three fifteen and a quarter per pound. Right now November milk is trading a nickel lower at twenty eighty a hundred weight. December milk is down a penny at nineteen thirty four a hundred weight as we get started on a Wednesday. Still getting a lot of questions from you on turkey availability for the upcoming holidays. And according to Erica Swatsky, who is a sixth generation turkey producer in Minnesota, she says, have no fear, a bird will be near. She is president of the Minnesota Board of Animal Health, and she says birds will be available.
4: Really, there should be no worry or concern from consumers. I raise light hens that... When they go to market, they'll be about 14 pounds. And so those actually are the turkeys that you know typically a consumer would buy for Thanksgiving. And we raised those turkeys year round, three hundred and sixty-five days a year. We know our schedule. We plan it out a year in advance. So we, you know, last year knew um, the number of turkeys that we were gonna be raising, which which didn't change and um, like I said, we've been raising, you know, turkeys every day. And so freezer inventory, you know, has been stocked all year
0: around. And so if you want to buy a turkey on Thanksgiving, you'll, you'll be able to find one. Erica Swatsky, she's the sixth generation turkey producer from Minnesota. She says the caveat on the availability of turkeys is if you're looking for something special, not your typical frozen bird, she says. Then her advice, make sure that you're planning ahead and contacting your local grocery store. Coming up next, already getting ready for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual meeting.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
8: How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A Skincare Minute with Skincare Expert, Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com.
11: You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flaps. Carbon World Health offers Emskull, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. Sculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at carbonworldhealth.com.
7: Tom Spitz. And David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know Bankers who listen to your goals then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com.
3: Settlers Bank, timely
0: decisions, people you know.
1: Member FDIC, equal housing lender. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Katie Burgess, broker analyst with Ever egg, is going to be our guest tomorrow morning, right around now. And speaking of guests, uh, you can follow me on Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook later this morning. I'm headed to the Janesville area to visit with Bill McFarland from McFarland Pheasants. You know, a lot of talk about avian influenza impacting turkey production, impacting our egg production. What about pheasants? Uh, They are the largest pheasant producer in all of North America. How has avian influenza changed their world? I'll be posting pictures and talking with Bill McFarlane about that later this morning. Well, today we want to give you a little bit of a preview on what's coming up for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's Young Farmer and Agriculturist Conference starting December 2nd at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Wendy Cannell, now known as Wendy Volkert because she just got married, sat down and visited with me about some of the reasons why young farmers really gravitate towards that activity in Wisconsin Dells.
3: Yeah, all of our members, our farmers are working egg business, so anybody ages 18 to 35 is invited to come and be, participate in the Young Farmer Conference. That's one of the great things about this is that there's a lot of networking, oh, so you get to meet from people from all over the state and really gain information and develop lifelong
0: friends. Yep, and it doesn't have to end just at our borders either. We've got some great folks on the board that have Traveled across the countryside (laughs) making friends. Oh,
3: yeah. Even members of our Young Farmer and Agriculturist Committee have been all over the United States traveling. You'll hear from our Young Farmer Chair, Bob Nash, and he's going to share his story about how he's met people from all different states, including Georgia, where he's gone to pick cotton and pick peanuts. And so you'll definitely want to be there to hear his story.
0: He's not the only one that's going to be sharing stories. You've got some great keynote speakers lined up for this year.
3: Mm-hmm. Braxton Nielsen will be our Saturday morning keynote speaker. Braxton is from Utah. He has a really incredible story. Braxton was in the rodeo and uh, was in a rodeo accident, and they thought he would be paralyzed for his entire life, but he's up around and walking, and he has an amazing story to share about perseverance and uh, being having some determination and making something
0: happen. Speaking of making something happen, another speaker that we were supposed to hear in 2021 is hopefully going to be with us this year, sharing a similar message about mm-hmm. when you say it, stick with it.
3: That's right. Alex Sheen will be our Sunday keynote speaker, and Alex's message is because I said I would. So when you make a promise, you keep that promise, making sure that you
0: do what you say you're going to do. We kick things off on Friday with a lot of fun uh, reunion, so to speak. What kind of numbers are you expecting, Wendy? Last year, I thought it was great because... Just getting back together was great. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting this year?
3: Uh, Friday night, we're expecting over 500 Young Farmer members to be in attendance, which is uh, back to our probably pre-pandemic number, which is really great to see. And they come from all corners of the state. Yes. Uh, so we're looking forward to a lot of networking, socializing, and, of course, fun. Uh, yeah.
0: That's what the weekend is about. Right. It, it really is. And that fun includes kind of breakout sessions, uh, different things not just keynote speakers mm-hmm. yeah
3: we'll have contests we have our new contest areas our farming for the future award where we'll recognize four outstanding farmers from across the state our uh, outstanding ag professionals but we're where we'll recognize those people working within the agriculture community and we'll also recognize our
0: members in the new 35 under 35 program yeah tell me about that one because our own stephanie hoff has been fortunate to be named in that what is that all about So we had members who
3: were nominated who are practicing sustainability in a variety of areas, including sustainable uh, environment, uh, sustainable storytelling, sustainable self. Uh, They completed a video, and those were judged by a panel of uh, 10 judges. And so the top 35 will be recognized, and so we'll have our very first 35 under 35 list.
0: Neat. Again, we want to encourage you to follow along. Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation will have it on their social media streams and feeds and so will we at midwestfarmreport.com. There is business to be taken care of though and the annual convention schedule has been adjusted just a little bit in respect of people still needing to get back home and get chores done.
3: That's right. We want to make sure that we have enough time to have the discussion related around those policy topics. So if members are serving as delegates and want to be a part of that discussion, we are changing things up a bit. They should plan to be there on Saturday. We'll have our district caucuses. Sunday will be the actual business session. Then Monday morning, as usual, our policy development
0: program. The goal is to try to get that policy development wrapped up, if you can, by early afternoon. Absolutely. Uh, Hopefully that we will be out of the Kalahari and ready to go by one o'clock. Right. Now, uh, again, as we said, that policy development is critically important. You want some thoughtfulness. Are they bringing resolutions already into consideration or is that all just going to culminate at the convention? So we're just wrapping up
3: all of our County Farm Bureau annual meetings where resolutions were discussed and voted upon. Those are now going to go to our policy development committee who is meeting next week to talk about those. And from that committee is what we will be discussing at the policy development session.
0: I want to encourage you to make your reservations early, folks. Mm -hmm. Although the Kalahari Resort looks huge, you have not seen when all the Farm Bureau folks show up because between the young farmers and the annual meeting business, it will be full. Tell them the links and where they should be going, Wendy. Sure. Everyone can go to WFBF.com.
3: Under the Events tab, look for Annual Meeting and YFA Conference. You can find the registration form and information
0: to book your room at the Kalahari, and it's available now. WFBF.com, again, under the Events tab. Wendy Volkert along with us. We're so looking forward to our partnership with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau of Federal-